wifey wants what wife Why, she dude, gets. that's what I tell her. As <laughs> baby wants, want. baby gets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, story of my life. <laughs> Make sure right, you have uh, whatever you want. Baby wants to make me professional. Put that over there. I don't know how I'm sweating. Uh, do I look so hot or what? You look like good. If, if you make, what if make you feel comfortable after my shirt off? Or Do you, I mean, we could all take our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It would look the same. <laughs> we already look like we're in a porno a lot. Like, really, really bad. It's a great, great hotel, though. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> We've all lived in worse. Welcome, lovers and friends. It's me, your boy, Mr. Everybody, and I'm joined today by my co-host. My. And we are joined by producer and co-host of the Wild Ride Podcast with Steve-O, Skinny Vinny. How you doing, Skinny Vinny? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me on. Thank you. If you guys can't tell, we're not in our normal studio. There's a yellow wall behind me, a black wall behind them. We are all the way in Atlantic City for the show right now I'm very excited about with Skinny Vinny, Steve-O. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm stoked that you guys made the made the ride out here. It was quite the trip, but yeah. it, it was fucking worth it. Yeah. I got here last night to make sure I secured the hotel for this, and super excited that we're on vacation with Skinny Vinny, and we're going to see you guys live tonight with maybe some buttholes, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some buttholes. There's going to be some buttholes, wieners, there's gonna be a whole lot of things. Okay. Yeah. Is there a bigger wiener or a smaller wiener? Like, who is the biggest one, smallest one? Oh, I probably have the smallest one out of everybody. Everyone always says that they have the smallest one. I think you guys need more, like more positivity. With your <laughs> I mean, if you were to see my wiener, you'd totally understand. Like, I'm not a grower or a shower. Yeah, you know, I have like below average wiener energy. Is it because your belly's so big that you think it's small? No. Okay, so what it is, it's like my fupa is too big. Yeah. So it's just kind of like yeah goes over it, right. you know. But I make it work, dude. Like. Like my 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 girl, my lady friend, uh, <laughs> my lady, yeah, uh, my my beautiful girlfriend. Uh, she doesn't have a problem with it, so <laughs> and that works. So, how's the tour going? You guys just started what yesterday, two days ago? Yeah, so we landed in Brooklyn, um, maybe two three days ago now, and we had a couple podcasts in Brooklyn. We had a uh, uh, David Cross and then Stavros, um, two very funny people, like legends in my eyes yeah uh david cross with the sketch comedy because that's kind of the world that i have transitioned or trying to transition to right and um looked up to him for a long time and stavros is just hilarious yeah like, definitely um so yeah then we did those two in brooklyn and then uh we went down to jersey shore and had went to snooki's house <laughs> and had snooki on <laughs> what's snooki like in person dude she's the raddest chick ever is she sober now no, she's okay. not. She's not sober. But I, I don't. She's not falling asleep on boardwalks. She's not falling asleep on boardwalks. Like uh, I, I wouldn't consider her an alcoholic because she can manage her life, you right. know, um, and not lose everything like I do. Yeah. But um, dude, she's like super rad and really cool. And the interview was great. We had a lot of fun, and mm -hmm. I, like I was like really stoked on it. Awesome. But it's just like it's crazy because, like, being in Brooklyn and having to drive five hours and do Snooki at 10 in the morning. And then as soon as you wrap up with Snooki, we have to drive six hours North to yeah. Foxwoods and do the show. And it's just like nonstop go, go, go. And it's, it's, it can be a little exhausting. Are you guys all on one tour bus? Yeah. What about the wild ride podcast? Is that recorded on the same bus? So the, uh, when we have the big bus, the big tour bus, we call her Bertha. Um, we do, we record on the bus on, on the tour bus. But when we're back in LA, we have the, the, the van. 
it's yeah. it's it's like a sprinter van right and we record in the van yeah so what's the setup like that for so you guys are sleeping there then you have to wake up and move all your shit out of the way <laughs> yeah dude it's literally <laughs> like because like obviously when you drive the tour bus you can't have the extendos out right you know so like we park we put the extendos out so the living room is a little bit bigger and uh we move all of our shit and we it's cool we have instead of tripods we have uh tripods hanging from the ceiling right so we have those we have like five cameras rolling and then uh steve and the guests on, on the main booth and me and scott on the side right right yeah but it's like it's, if it was any smaller it'd be a little difficult yeah i mean yeah. we're in a tight room right now is it as tight or is this um it's about this, right. yeah. It, it's about this size. I mean, the van is even smaller, um, and it's and you record in the van. Yeah, we record in the van. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the whole reason Steve does the whole van thing is, uh, he, it, like, people hate. Or, okay, Steve hates getting asked to do people's podcast. Okay, you know, because it's like <laughs> with somebody in his caliber, you know, he's always getting asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Of so it's like, and then when he when he started his podcast. He was uh, like, okay, I don't like being asked all the time, so I'm going to feel like an asshole asking everybody to be on mine. Right. So let me make it as easy as possible. Uh, we can come right to your front doorstep. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of it's like kind of genius in a way because, yeah. like, they literally don't have to go anywhere. Like, no matter where you are in the country, we've taken that van to Austin, we've like to Salt Lake, to Vegas, you know. And you just drive and do it in their parking lot? Or yeah, their parking dude, yeah, pretty much, dude. We drive, and if, if they have a house with a driveway, we go to the driveway and – that's, yeah, that's real cool. It's 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 a uh, very convenient for the guest. So when you guys are traveling on this bus for the tour, yeah, is there like unspoken rules like you you shouldn't do this on the bus? <laughs> yeah. So the only uh, two unspoken rules, and I think this is very universal with every with every tour bus, is there's no shitting on the bus. So you just traveled six hours. You guys, you haven't shit in six hours. I just I haven't shit since like nine p.m. yesterday. I have to shit so bad right now. That's why I offered. I and I had a cup room. of coffee. I know. I I don't like being that person. This to blow is up our the room. tour bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Goes everywhere. So it's like uh, being respectful. Yeah, and then um, you have to pee sitting down. Uh, sitting down. Oh, so you don't. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because if it's moving, exactly, it's yeah. gonna go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> is there a more spoken rule? Like, I know most of you guys are sober, if not all. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. no. Is there any drinking at all? No, no drinking. Um. I'm completely sober. Steve's completely sober. Scott's completely sober. Um, Isaac, um, he's an army, you know, but he he barely drinks. You right. know, like he's on his A game when he's working. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, I guess it's an unspoken rule, but I think it's just like we're all sober, so it doesn't even matter to call it a rule. Yeah, you don't even thing. bring it up. Yeah. So what do you guys do after a show? Because, again, your schedule's so tight. Like we had no, yeah. You had no idea when you were going to be here because you were coming from Connecticut this morning. Yeah. You had to drive all the way here, which is about six hours. Yeah. Well, you didn't physically drive, but somebody drove you. Yeah, yeah. So what is it like after the show? Are you guys like, we got to go to Betty Bye right now because we got to wake up? Yeah, so um, it all depends on what the schedule is like. Like after a show, a show usually ends like around 9.30, right? So, um, but we still have all the production gear and, and merch that we need to take care of. So by the, the very end of it, everything back on the trailer, on the bus, it's probably like midnight, right? So it's like depending on... Like, for this situation, we left Fox, was it 3, 3 a.m.? So, like, we kind of made sure we were all asleep by the time the, the driver got on the bus. Mm-hmm. So the driver just drives the whole time we're all, while we're sleeping. So I woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, shit, we're here, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Or, like, for the longer drives, because there's 
there's been stops where like it's a 12 hour drive in between. So it's like, well, as soon as the show is over, we pack up and then we start driving. Yeah. So it's, it's just a continuous nonstop fucking circle. And it's like, it starts to feel like, um, like groundhog's day yeah. where you're just like, okay, I wake up in another city, do the show, go to bed, wake up in another city, do the show, go to bed. And it's just over and over and over again for like four weeks. I mean, at least it's only four weeks. I mean, that's still a fucking tight four weeks, and it's still yeah. stressful, I'm sure. Probably ages you crazy. Yeah, stress, you but. know, I, I, I love it more than anything, and I wouldn't change it for the world. It, it does become a little uh, exhausting on the body, um, probably on the mind, too. Because, like, like that Snook, for me, the Snooky podcast, we filmed it two days ago. No, we filmed it yesterday. <laughs> it feels like... Three years ago? It feels like months ago. Yeah. Like... Me and Isaac were talking about that because, I mean, we've traveled the world now. And right. it's, uh, like, Australia feels like years ago. And that was just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it becomes a lot. But it's the best, dude. Like we meet It's cool that with, you get to sleep while they're driving. That's, yeah, like, it's, wow. It's pretty cl- <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> it's clutch. Like um, seven birds, one stone. Yeah, it, it, it's very clutch. But that also brings into, into the, like, the groundhog effect. Where yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, where the fuck am I? Right. I don't have time to do anything. Right. For your like your life. Yeah. <laughs> For my mental my, yeah. my mental health. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your act like during the bucket list tour? If people were gonna want to go see you. Yeah. So I don't have a I, I don't have a like a, an act per se. I'm not on stage, but I do have a couple bits in the pre show mm-hmm. where um I mean it's it's totally public now. It's called the prison pocket bit. You do this every time? No, no, no. It's so Steve's show is a multimedia. It's a multimedia okay. show. So Steve's show, it's basically it's uh, stand up for ten minutes, and then he shows the, the the video of the story that he just told. Right. So it's like stand up bit video, stand up bit video, and uh, um, and it's stuff that can't be seen anywhere else because of how vulgar it is. Yeah. And, like the nudity and shit and wieners and stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. So and, and it wasn't just until uh, we were in. Where were we? UK, where he added my stuff into the pre-show, mm-hmm. and um, and since that has happened, it's kind of gone to the next level for me, right? Um, which has been really cool. Um, but yeah, my bits are just like stuff we did in Aust- Australia, the pr- the prison pocket, because like the prison pocket, dude, like you can't see my gaping, you can't put my gaping asshole on YouTube, you can't put it on Instagram. Yeah, it sucks, so. dude. You, you know what I mean? Put it like, on Patreon. Yeah. Oh, I have it on. I have it. On, I have it on my OnlyFans, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, you do actually have one. I, no, I, I wasn't kidding. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I have it. He's OnlyFans, like, yeah. I'm not an idiot. Okay, like, yeah. run me my check. Monetize yeah. your bubble. Exactly. Yeah. I, I monetize a lot more than my bubble on OnlyFans. <laughs> you can see how big or small it is. Yes, you actually can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I have no shame in my game. Oh. If there was one thing I learned in getting getting sober, is like, dude, I just don't care. Yeah. Own it, like I don't whatever. Care. Yeah, <laughs> you already almost died how many times? So it's like, what does it matter now? What you do and say? That, that's that's very true. You know, it's like your second try. Like you could do anything. Uh, ex- exactly. <laughs> you know, and I feel like uh, like a lot of people just care too much what people think, mm. and um, and that like, it st- I feel like it stops people from like going after what they really want right, because right. they care too much about people judging them or whatever, you know, and it took me like, it didn't, it didn't happen right away. It was like a year, maybe two years after getting sober where, uh, I think it was Andy Roy who told me he's like, dude, cause I, like I do videos with like Zach or a couple other, my crew crew. And, uh, like I, I wouldn't want to take off my shirt because I'm like too self-conscious, you yeah. know, like in a video and like, 
it sucks to say, but like fat people on video are funnier, you know, like it just, it just puts, yeah, it just puts the, it just puts it to another level of of humor, you know? Um, so it's like once, once I had that conversation with Andy, it was just like, whoa, it like makes so much more sense. And like, dude, I have a small wiener. So what? Like my, my, my girlfriend's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And like, (laughs) um, and it just like once once that weight was lifted off my shoulder of like not giving a fuck what people think, it just like made my content better. It made my life better. It made me happier, you yeah. know. And like yeah, when I went through my divorce, I was like afterwards, I was like, I already almost died, so now I'm just gonna do whatever I want, you know, within limits. I'm not gonna give a fucking dude cracker. Right totally, now. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, I have nothing like I, that part of me already died. Like the whole like conservative reserved side of me already died. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna do whatever I want and have a lot of fun doing it. I'm not gonna be depressed anymore. Like there's no reason to be sad on little shit anymore yeah i already went through all that so i'm fucking good yeah totally and i and i also feel like uh like with my addiction side of stuff like i take stuff to the extreme right like i when i was getting loaded like i don't get like we were saying before like i don't drink just to like have fun right, and, right, and right. like have a couple drinks and be social like i drink to black out and wake up in a swamp somewhere yeah you know what i mean like i like heroin so much like i like to touch the edge of death you know what I mean? Like, I like to walk the line of overdose and, like, you know what I mean? So it's, like, even in my sobriety now, I feel like I take stuff to the ex- – I still take stuff to the extreme. Well, I know? think people with addictive personalities are superheroes. And what I mean by that is if you turn that into good, you can accomplish so much in your life. For sure. With your hard work and, a, like, addictive personality on things that are positive. Yeah. If you just flip that switch from bad to good, mm-hmm. you guys are fucking superheroes. You can accomplish so much. And, and I, I, I couldn't agree more, man. It's like uh, – after getting sober and, like, gaining this little platform that I've built, like, I, I never really wanted or cared to, like, be the person for people to look up to as far as sobriety goes and all that stuff. And and, and I would get tons of DMs, and, like, I didn't want that, like, what I called, it, like, a responsibility, you mm-hmm. know? But then, um, like, working the 12 steps and, like, working with a sponsor, was, like, my sponsor was, like, dude your story has the potential to help so many people, mm-hmm. you know? And now, like, you're in a position where, like, people just don't look up to you sobriety-wise. Like, you're in a world where, like, a lot of people love you guys. Yeah. So, like, those people go through the same shit that you went through. So it has the potential to help that those people, too. So, like, I kind of embraced it. And, um, and it's, like, the biggest part for me of staying sober is giving back what was so freely given to me. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... Being of service is the most important part of sobriety. Right, right. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I mean, Novak, similar story where... For sure, yeah. Yeah, he was on twice now. Really good friends with us. Yeah. Awesome dude. He's helped a lot of people with his sobriety. But, yeah, I mean, it's big when you guys, especially on a stage like with you, Steve-O, like the whole crew. It's yeah. fucking huge because you guys actually have a lot of eyeballs that people look up to you. Yeah. Especially our age. For sure. Those guys are, I mean, you included now, that whole circle. Yeah. It's huge for white guys between 30 and 40. <laughs> it's so true, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like our generation of, like, like that's what we wanted to do. Like, for me, I like, I when Jackass came out, I looked at the TV and I said, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and then, like, it just so happens drugs and alcohol came in the picture. And Well, I mean, there's, like, a lot of us back then, we were growing up watching CKY, so we like to do the stunts, which you do. Yeah. So we, like, really like to live extreme. Yeah. And part of that extreme reality is... You record during the day, and then you get fucked up at night. Yes. Because you want to keep it the high going. You don't want to turn that shit down. Exactly. And I think, uh, um, you know, I, I, 
I, I don't think it's just the extreme part of it. Like when when our generation were watching this, I also feel like it had a lot to do with like, um, like the camaraderie that like uh, let's just use CKY for example, like yeah. the, the group of friends making st- skits, doing stunts, skating, mm-hmm. filming it, putting it together in a project. Like for me, it was like I want that group of friends. Yeah. to do that with to have that camaraderie and then like jackass i feel like a reason why jackass was so successful was the camaraderie they were able to build on camera right it was like that fun we're all a bunch of friends doing shit together that's why everything works like if you're a really tight group of people if you're actually friends in real life yeah everything on the screen looks better yeah 100 i mean even now practical jokers is one that yeah everyone loves because they have inside jokes that you get to see yeah unfold on camera yeah and jackass is i don't know they're going to continue, but, I mean, that group of guys. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully you'll be on there next time. Dude, I, I, if, I, if I'm not, something's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve, you got to get him on there. Yeah. So how long have you actually been podcasting for? Is, this isn't your first podcast. No, 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 no. I've been, I've been doing the whole podcasting gig for – I started off producing um, maybe four or five years ago. I was producing Andy Roy's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and it was basically, hey, Vinny, you know how to uh, shoot and edit and produce a podcast? And I've n- I didn't even listen to podcasts. I didn't even know what a right. podcast was. So I was just like, yeah, sure, I know how to Figure do that. Yeah, like, and, like, at that time, like, I, I was still in a sober living. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I kind of had an idea. Like, I was filming for Zach and the Two Stupid crew. So I wanted to stay in the entertainment realm. But, like, no one knew who the fuck I was. So yeah. I, So I wanted to, like... I, dude, I worked for free for two years, dude, filming so many people just to get my name out there. Because, like, I grew up filming skateboarding, and I, I, I know my shit behind the camera. I know what I'm doing, and I have the eye for it. So it's like I, I just wanted to prove people in L.A. Mm-hmm. that, like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Let me prove to you so, like, I can get my name out there. And that's kind of what happened. So I was I taught myself in real time how to produce a podcast with Andy Roy. Did that for, like, six months. And then it was basically, like, Oh, let's maybe do our own, you know, and then uh, and you guys know the, the deal with podcasting, dude. It's like you, you, the consistency is key. Yeah. Like you have to keep doing it. Like you're not going to see numbers right away. You're not, probably not going to see numbers for a fucking long time. Three um, years in, yeah. still, <laughs> still in the red, real, real far in the red. Yeah, you know. So it's like you get it. So it's like there there has been so many failed attempts trying to podcast. Um, and I don't want to put blame on anybody, but I, I, a lot of people just didn't understand the, the hard work that came that came with it and uh, the consistency behind it. So there's a lot of failed attempts, and then um, and then when the way that Wild Ride came about, like I had no intention of being a co-host whatsoever ever in my life. It was like I posted a picture, like I was helping them produce, like setting the van up every once in a while. Mm. Like I was friends with Steve, I was friends with Scott, and like. They needed somebody to just, like, help set the cameras up. And I remember taking a selfie in the van, and my caption was, one day I'll be a guest on here not and not just setting up. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was, like, a year, two years ago, maybe. And um, all I want to do is be a guest. That's it. Like... Yeah, the, I want to be a guest, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, the thought, the thought of being a co-host was never yeah. even in my mind, you know? Well, but you put it out there. Yeah, and, and, like, and so like, oh. I'm, I'm a huge believer in manifestation. But, oh, like... Oh, Jesus, we got somebody to your right that likes that, too. Left him on camera. Mars, <laughs> she talks about that shit all day, Dude, every it's, day. Dude, it's a real thing. I, I'll cry. 
It's a real fucking thing, dude. It's gnarly. I know. And uh, dude, I have stories. To t- if you believe in that, shit, no, no. Like, I have uh, gnarly I'm stories. <laughs> I will. I'm like, just using the I get N-word. so excited yeah. because it's just like I know, like, because people just don't even like try or like even even joke about things like like. Yeah. People would be like, why would you put that up? Like, you shouldn't yeah. be taking pictures. Like, why? Like, shit's not that serious, like what you're saying sure. earlier. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm just having fun and trying to, like, yeah. feel good and have other people around me feel good. And then, totally. like, when you're doing that and you're, like, there helping them, da 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 then they're, like, just inclined to help you because yeah. that's just what it is. That's just the vibe. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, um, okay, manifestation is 100% real. I've, I've like dreamt, like literal, not dreaming, like, oh, I dream of doing right. this, you know, like literal dreams when I'm sleeping of like doing things. And I'm talking about this is in my teenage years. I'm 35 now. Right. I remember those dreams so fucking vividly. I have done those things. Right. That I've dreamt about. Right. You know, which is so fucking insane. I've had like, and then like the whole wild ride, it means Zach were a guest on the show. So that happened. And then as soon as we, we, we cut that episode, Scott came up to me, and I didn't even remember I posted the fucking picture. Right. I completely forgot about it. And Scott was like, yo, dude, remember that picture you posted? I was like, what, which one? And he's like, and he, like, pulled up my page, and he, like, showed me, and I was like, you're like, whoa. Da-na-na-na. So how did it actually whoa. come to be that you were on there the first time? Like, did Steve just go, ah, dude, let's fucking, let's get you on there. You, know, so so it, you were the, a guest first. So, yeah. So the way that it happened, we, was on, we were on tour in, in te- uh, we were in Texas. I so think, you were just time. on his production team? I was just on his production okay. team. And, um, and how did that happen the first time? Like, did you just. It was basically like, like, I started off in the whole jackass world was I, I was Zach ass's personal filmer. I met Zach in a, in a sober living. Okay. And that the sober living that I ended up staying sober at, because I've been to so many sober livings in LA where I just didn't say sober. I was getting loaded, you know, like had no intention of staying sober whatsoever. I meet Zach and, um, he needed a, I knew who he was cause he had a couple viral videos online. He had the one where, uh, he skated down into the cactus with Steve, right. you know? And, um, so I, I knew who he was. I was a fan, and he needed a filmer at the time. And I was like, "Yo, dude, I've been filming skateboarding my whole life. Right. Let me film for you. Let me show you what I got." We filmed this one video where um, we go to Venice Beach. We attached a, a boxing glove to like a gas-powered RC car. Yeah. And he like sp- laid spread eagle on the ground, and we drove it like forty miles per hour into his nuts. I mean, and is everything everything still good there? Yeah, everything's still good. I don't okay. know how, but everything's still good. So, and then we we, <laughs> like, we what? Yeah. So we edit the video, we post it, and mind it, this, this is my first video back behind the camera for fuck, man, fourteen years, mm-hmm. right? We post it, it goes crazy viral, liked by Tony Hawk, Andy Roy, all these people that I fucking have looked up to my whole life. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, whoa, something that I filmed that has my name attached to it is getting the attention from all these people that I love. Mm-hmm. So I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on here? You know, <laughs> it's like, like, it's happening. <laughs> it was like, it was one of those moments where I didn't, I didn't think it was happening. It was more of like, I was, it was like confusion kind of. You're like, Because okay. like, this is, again, something that I've been dreaming of since I was 13 years old. And now I just decide the, the very first month I decide to get sober this is happening. So it was like more of like confusion and like, okay, maybe I won't get loaded right now. Maybe I'll, right. maybe I'll get high next Ish. month. 
you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I'll get yeah, high like, next wait, month, yeah. you know, and, um, but like, it was like month and Zach was like, all right, dude, you're, you're, he didn't say you're hired cause he wasn't paying me, but it was like, all right, you're in the crew. Yeah. It's like, let's do it again. Yeah. So, yeah. so we were just filming in, in sober living and it was just like one thing after another. Next thing you know, we're at like Dylan Francis's house filming. Next thing you know, we're at Bam's house filming. Next thing you know, like t- MTV show, you know, like it, it was just one thing after another. And at that point, like I still wasn't, I wasn't getting loaded. I wasn't doing the steps. I was kind of bullshitting my house manager saying that I was doing the steps just so he would allow me to travel to film. Right, right. And um, eventually I got into the steps. And uh, and then like, it just it kept going, man. It was like, a, like month after month. It was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then after I did the steps, I just like lost total like uh, didn't want to get high. I had no more fucking like cravings. I had nothing. You know, and, like, I, I was finally at peace with myself. I, I could finally, like, look in the mirror and, like, be okay with the person who I was. Because mm-hmm. I was a piece of shit, dude. Like, yeah. I am a total piece of shit when I'm getting loaded. I've done some fucked up things to people. I've hurt a lot of people. So it's, like, um, I was finally able to, like, look at myself mm-hmm. and be like, oh, dude, you're, like, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, you're doing cool shit. Right. You're not lying and manipulating anymore. You're, like, looking better than you've ever looked. You don't look like a fucking zombie. You know, and um, and then because Zach already had that little relationship with Steve, he introduced me to Steve. We would go to some meetings together. Right. And um, that's kind of how my, my relationship with Steve started. Is there like a – so a lot – all you guys are sober. Is there like uh, – so Steve is pretty recognizable. He probably has the most famous voice. For sure. Behind Arnold Schwarzenegger of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a Steve-O impression? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was pretty good. So, <laughs> is there, like, a spot where you guys all go where you're not going to be, like, accosted from, like, people who are like, oh, my God, Steve-O. At, at meetings you talk about? Yeah, like, do you have, like, a meeting yeah, spot so, that like, semi-famous or famous people go to? Yeah, so we do have, a, um, a, a like, a home group. It's his home group. I'll I'll, I'll attend it some, every once in a while, but it's, like, a, it's a private meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're on tour, like, we'll hit meetings anywhere. Yeah. And it's just kind of like like in the program, it's kind of like an unspoken rule not to like like the anonymity behind it. Yeah. You know, it's like like you don't come up and ask for pictures, yeah. Yeah, but like, it still happens, right? Like, but like, but it's like a different vibe, probably too. For like sure. for te- like it's, I feel like people would only do it if they felt that it was welcomed or like safe to do it. Okay, no, yes and no. Okay, because because there there have been people. Like, oh my god, that dude, Steve. Yeah. Like, let me get a fucking picture. And like he's like, no, dude, this isn't at the time and place. Right, right, right. You know, like right. I'm not Steve right now, I'm Steven. Right, right, you right. You know, like, yeah. like, like I, I my anonymity and like I'm an I'm, I'm an alcoholic addict just like you. We're all here for the same reason. There's no famous bullshit here. Right. You know, like I'm a normal person. It's not the time and place. So it's like I think most people get that and understand, but right. every once in a while there there'll be some like or I could head. see, like, someone, I don't know, I'm just assuming, and I've gone to meetings, like I was telling you before, yeah. like, from my ex, I would just go, but, like, I feel like if someone was, like, you know, like, I used to grow up watching you and, like, yeah. was telling him, like, how he specific, like, it's, like, a yeah. different energy so if to it's, it. So if, if like, it's, like a, like, a conversation right, where, like, exactly. look, dude, I've looked up to you, yeah. I, like, you've inspired me to get sober, that's totally cool and totally, right. and, like, it, that's a little different than being, yeah. like, yo, let me get a selfie, dog. Right, yeah, 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 a thousand percent, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it still happens, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, dude, it's, like, we're in a position, uh, I, and this, I've never been in this position before until recently where, like, we're able to travel the world and hit meetings in every country, state. That is sick. It's like, it's fucking rad, dude. It's just cool that that exists. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah, globally. Yeah, man, globally. And no matter so where crazy. you are in the world, um, like you have it help. feels the same no yeah. matter where you are. It's, it's really cool. It's awesome. So what do you actually do for the podcast besides co-host, like behind the scenes? Like if I'm your, I'm your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Babe, so what, like, what do you do? I know you talk, but like what else do you do there? Like what does the producer do? <laughs> oh, yeah, you sound like her. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, basically it's like, I mean, uh, like, you know, it's, it's like getting the camera set up, making like uh, uh, media management, um, yeah, lights. I mean, we don't really use lights. We use the stock lights on the van and stuff. But uh, do you edit or? Thank God, God, I don't edit, dude. Thank <laughs> fucking God. Um, if you guys need a clip guy, I'll travel the world with you and yeah. the clips. You see my clips. Yeah, I mean, dude, because I, I like I've edited all those podcasts that were that failed. Um, all my con, all my content. I've I've been editing other people's content, like other YouTubers and stuff. And I hate editing. Like, I'm good at it, but I just fucking hate it because it's, like, so time-consuming and, like, I could be spending my time, like, creating more other stuff right. than, like, working on other people's stuff. But creating my stuff doesn't always pay the bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like most of my stuff doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> You know, like I everything here is a bill for me. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you all are a bill for not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you are a bill for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not it's you. it's true, dude. It's very true. And like like as far as like skinny Vinny goes, maybe like I had that one TV show, but that was like nobody gets paid good money on yeah. their first TV show. Right. I was making maybe a thousand a week. And you how know? how much time are you devoting to like like? Being in the show, uh, I was I, I was strictly talent, so I had no produ- no production behind it. Like I I wrote a little bit for it for it, but um, I mean we filmed for like nonstop, like four days a week for like two months, you know. And it's okay. like and it's like like the, the show wasn't very like stunt based because it was on a it was on actual TV and like nowadays like, you, you gotta water shit down you yeah because like, everyone wants to try to do what you're doing yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like it, it was more of a prank show than anything it was it, me and Zachass. it was our show and like so we had to kind of like kiss the, the network's ass a little bit yeah. you know and because we just wanted to work we just want to film you know like mm-hmm. so we had to do some things that we weren't really like stoked on but it, it pays the bills you know yeah. so like most of my my bill paying comes from production work. Right. Skinny Vinny, I'll get a brand deal every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of newish a little bit. It's super new. Yeah, yeah so it's super it's like, new, but, it, but it's, it's just also, part of it. It's part of it, and also with, like, the brand deal stuff, like, I don't want to, like, honestly, I don't want to be an influencer. Right. I don't want I don't want to be, like, Instagram famous. Like, yeah, the followers and everything, it's cool when it comes with the territory, but it's, like, I don't want my page to be filled with fucking brand deals and, like, all this shit. Like, I want, like, art right. on my page. Right. Like, I want to, the stuff that I spend days and months on creating to be on my page. Every Like, I just did a Manscaped deal recently, and, and it was a great deal. It, it paid a few bills. Yeah. You know? And, like, it was dope because, like, we just got back from tour. We weren't – I wasn't making any money anywhere else. And my manager hit up Manscaped, and we got a pretty sick deal from it. So it's, like, maybe something like that every couple months, but, like... Right, and if it's something that you actually would use... Yeah, oh, like, I what's use the Manscaped. Prop- yeah, yeah, like, you yeah, know, like, sure. uh, that's what I would do. I would be like, all right, these are the products I like every day. Yeah. I will call these people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, dude, it's just a... It's a constant grind, and it, it just recently have I, like, felt like, okay, this skinny of anything might actually turn yeah. into something. 
well, yeah, you're on tour. I mean, it's. I'm super excited for the show tonight. I mean, you're traveling the world, fucking doing what you love to do. So yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's cool, man. I mean, nothing beats it, man. Like we get to travel the world, meet c- cool fucking people. We get to meet our fans, which is even cooler. Yeah. You know, like it's pretty sick. I have a question about the yeah. skinny Vinny thing. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I was given homework before yeah. I came, and so I listened to that one episode. I don't know which episode. Do we know what number it was? So someone it was, else could listen uh, it to it. It was like four months ago. It was you, ba- uh, you guys talking about band for the first ten minutes, and then after that, it was. Were we in? A, uh, I think we were in Australia. Yeah, you I were. Saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I know okay. Which, I know so I, I don't know which it, what it was called, but those are yeah. your context clues if you want to watch it yourself. Yeah, but. The f- three batteries that came out of your butthole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that you then used to put into a scale, yeah. yeah so yeah. then you guys were talking about how you're on like this little weight yeah. loss journey. Mm-hmm. So when did that start? And also, how far into that are you? Okay, the the oh God, <laughs> the the weight loss journey hasn't really started. Okay, <laughs> it's actually gone in reverse. I'm like, are we manifesting with Skinny yeah, Vinny so- or? That's that's true. I, I mean, know. So the, the way that Skinny Vinny came about, it was more of like, um, what rhymes with Vinny? <laughs> that's basically what it was. And then I came up with Skinny, and I was like, oh, it's kind of ironic. So it's like a little funny, right? You know? And I just needed an, like when I started filming with Zach, he's like, dude, you need an Instagram, right? I right, right. I didn't have social media, right? So he's like, you need an Instagram. So that's how I was just like, okay, what rhymes with Vinny? You know? And uh, but the whole thing in Australia, it was. Um, Cause when I got sober, I gained a bunch of weight. Like yeah, I was like I close like that's to four hundred right? pounds. It is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was already big. Okay. Got sober. <laughs> Double down. Yeah, I got I got sober and got bigger. So I was like close to four hundred pounds. Okay. And then um, after like a year and a half, I started like really, um, like okay, I'm seeing myself on camera, and I'm just like. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just right. like, That's why you. I got skinny. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, I used to shoot just from the side. You would see my belly. I was yeah. like, bro, this has to stop. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> and there was a point where I was just wearing constant black on camera. Because I was <laughs> looking at that. I was on your Instagram. I was going to bring him a shirt. I'm like, I don't have anything yeah, for yeah. his like <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah, and it, it, dude, it hasn't just, just until I started uh, dating my girlfriend where – I started wearing colors because yeah. she's like, you look so good in white. Like, just wear this shit. And I'm just like, oh, okay. What baby wow. wants, baby gets. You know? And you're ambiguously raised. So, like, yeah. you could wear whatever you want. Yeah. And yeah, he doesn't sure. give a fuck anymore. He and already I don't told give a fuck. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're only listening, go to the video. You, you just see, you know, yeah, skinny you see my, my No, belly. but he, like, picked his outfit, though. Yeah, like, you know, right. yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you don't have to care about what you're wearing. You just have to pick it. You yeah, can pick yeah. it to not care. For sure. And you can wear seven designs, 16 colors. I don't give For a sure. fuck. But, like, pick something. Yeah. And so the whole, like, I, I, lo- I ended up losing... Um, like 120 pounds. Uh, I I did like keto for about a year and mm-hmm. I lost 120 pounds. But then touring started, and touring is like the hardest thing. Yeah, it's relentless. It's so hard to like. Oh, I'll have a salad <laughs> on tour. Like, no, dude, I don't have that luxury to be like. Oh, let's find a spot where they have healthy food. No, that's not the right, right case. It's right. like okay, we got Taco we, Bell. We have fucking Taco Bell, or we have this fucking. Like last night, I ate like shit. It was so bad. Who's the one going to get the food? Because obviously, it was so good. (laughs) Obviously, Steve O can't go out and just walk up to Taco Bell. Because no, I mean, I mean, sometimes we, sometimes he comes with us, you know. But a lot of those times, like, like for example, dude, we were, I think we were in North Carolina, and um, like we go out to dinner, and 
all of the staff came to our table asking for a photo while we're so eating. So weird. While we're eating. Right. He got fed up, left, paid the bill, left. He's like, all right, geez, I'm going to the hotel. He goes to the hotel. He lays in his bed. The fucking front desk calls him. Hey, man, can we come up and take a photo with you? Jesus. Are so you he got serious? so pissed. He calls Isaac and I, and it was like this king suite. Like, it's really sick sweet. And he calls Isaac and I. He's like, yeah, dude, you could have this fucking sweet. I'm going to sleep on the bus. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just like, like people That's just annoying. don't have the fucking common decency to just, like, leave us alone. Yeah. Like, I get it. I was I was a huge fan, too, but I was never that kind of fan to, like, freak out and, like, do whatever I can to get a picture. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, like, for what? Do you have somebody, like, you would freak out if you met? Like, for me, Stone Cold's up there. He's probably. Stone Cold's up there for you? Um, nowadays, it's not really like that because I'm just, like, so emerged into that world now. Um, but when I was a kid, dude, like, Bam. Yeah. Bam was that person for me. And then you, you know, met it, him? Rap and for now me. I'm friends with him. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, dude, I have, like, what? Like, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I have, like, when I was a teenager, I have some of the same tattoos he has. Yeah, you're like, that's my idol. <laughs> Dude, like, it's it's kind of gnarly. Like, like he has the same tattoo in the same spot. Like, I got this when I was 16. Like, because you saw it on him? Because I saw it on him. Yeah, I mean, Rab. For I've never us. told him that. And I'm not, <laughs> you're like, please don't listen yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so, I mean, like, that's uh, that's who it was. He was, like, a god to me. And, and it wasn't just because of the jackass, because like, I love skateboarding. Yeah, you know, he like, was, it was, it was everything. Those guys, CKY guys, really were, like. That's sick. Yeah. That's our childhood. Yeah. So, meeting them guys was is a huge deal for me and you. Mar yeah, has man. no idea who they are. I don't even know who Mar would I'm care about. I'm just, yeah. I, I mean, I worked in L.A., too. Like, I was in the same. It just is. That's how, yeah. That's it's just how like it is. cool. I mean, and like, sometimes people are really dope people, and yeah. it's like sick because yeah. it's like y'all don't e- you see this person and get excited, and you don't even know, and like they are that and for some. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And I just feel like, uh, like in LA, it's like everywhere you look, somebody yeah. with clout is around. Uh, is yeah, around, it's, just around. it's just around. Like, but it's like a constant battle. Like, who's going to get more clout this week? You know, like yeah. it's crazy. So. We talked about the prison pocket a little bit. Yeah. So what exactly is that for people that are listening? Okay, so the prison pocket is my gaping asshole. It's uh it's what they call um somebody like somebody who is uh wants to bring drugs into jail or prison. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately that I have been that person before, deep in my addiction when I went to jail and I keistered a lot of uh Drugs in my butthole when I went to when I went to jail. So what's the first time like? Because all right, so I you watch Road Trip growing up? Yes, of course. So in that movie, Stifler gets a finger up the butt, and he's like, "Oh my god, it came right away." So yeah. I tried it when I was younger. I couldn't get a finger up there if I tried. That thing is so fucking tight for sure. Uh, How do you get something up there the first time? The first time, it's like lube. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of lube. Um, <laughs> but it's all. But it's also it's like when you when you're doing this, you have to. Um, like wrap it super fucking tight because you don't want anything like coming out yeah. like ripping or anything, you know? Cause like when I did it, dude, I had a needle up there too. Like I had the needle, the Xanax, heroin, tobacco. Like I, I had a lot of fucking shit in my the butthole. Necessities. The necessities, you know, for a drug addict, you know? And, um, so it's like, you have to wrap it super fucking tight. And it's like, it, it um, it's like this, you know, maybe like this and you just cover it in lube and you just like stick it up. Yeah. And like, I like butt stuff nowadays, you know, like from, you think from, from my girl, you know, like for I, your girl I, or from your from girl? my girl, you Thank know, you. I yeah. like, 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. Like, You're you, kidding. Avi's <laughs> butthole is like full, like a full working facility. Of it course really it is. Be. You know, like, <laughs> like hello. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I like I have no shame in that. Like, I love butt stuff. You yeah, know? go for it. Um, like pleasurable butt stuff. Um, but with this prison pocket thing, it was like I told Steve in Knoxville the story, and um, they just couldn't get enough of it. You know, <laughs> like they like Knoxville was calling me prison pocket Vinny. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to stick. Like, what the fuck? A little PPV over yeah, here. Yeah, you know, and like, so but I was like, okay, Knoxville is a nickname for me. That's cool. Right, <laughs> you right, know, yeah. like, I would take anything. Bit. If Knoxville yeah. called me anything, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Call whatever you want. And, um, and so, like, the, a couple like uh, a couple months go by, and then we go to Australia, and Steve's like, all right, Vinny, this is going to be your month. What could we film to blow you up a little bit? I'm like... <laughs> Got a big asshole, guys. Yeah, well, I didn't even come up with the idea. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, something gnarly, like, where I, the possibility where I might get really hurt, you yeah. know? Because that's kind of where my brain goes sometimes. Like, whenever I first think of, try to think of ideas, it's more of, like, what's big and extravagant and, like, might cost a lot of money or, you know, or I might get super hurt. And Steve's way is more of a creative yeah he already did the hurt stuff yeah like we don't have to fucking sit here and keep hurting our bodies right you know like, it's it, also easier to like understand like as okay the level that he has been a performer or yeah. like entertainer he has seen so many like different possibilities of a blow-up or of income or yeah, of those things yeah. and so for when you're not used to seeing all of those options it's like the quick like tangible things that you can do you For know sure. like i can physically show you how crazy this is it's like whereas exactly. they have like they can sell like ideas better yeah but also the other reason why my brain kind of like because when we first started out it was more like the backyard stunts you know where it didn't cost a lot of money like we either have like tax rat traps uh some fire stuff you know mm -hmm. or light tubes backyard stunts you right, know right. and um and with the jackass guys and Steve, like, Steve has a budget of infinity. Right, right. You know, so... Yeah, like, like he, if he, he likes it enough, he's yeah, gonna get if it. if the idea is good enough, right. like, he doesn't mind spending a shit ton of money to make it look good and, like, be creative with it. Um, but now, like, I feel, like, how I kind of got noticed, like, like I was saying, like, the backyard stunts, we kind of made our name for ourselves, and now we're at that next level where, like, look, Zach was in the new jackass movie. Right. Like, I'm with the crew now. So right. it's like we kind of have to step our game up a little bit and, like, kind of think outside the box. But even, like, no matter what stunt you do, going back to CKY, Kiki's the thing that Rob's most famous for. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, rides yeah. and shit his pants. These aren't things that are going to hurt you. It's sure. just yeah. genuinely hilarious to say. Absolutely. And and when Steve, like, we were we were having, like, a little creative meeting and, and like... We're talking about maybe something doing with my beard, you know, because I've had this beard since high school. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even remember what my chin looks like. I've had it for so long. Don't get, well, I mean, if, you're, if it's for money, get rid of it. Yeah. Like, you know, grow back out. So, I mean, I, I yeah, can't pull off yeah. beard. So it's like, uh, so we're, we're kind of thinking of ways to, like, rip my beard off or something or, or oh, like, a prank or something, you know. That and, would be um, so painful. And I was like, I'm like, fuck, like, I can't say no. Like, I, I, I can't, whatever they pitch, I can't say no. Yeah, you know, and so like when they were talking about the beard, I was just like, oh, I was like dying inside, you know, like just like so bummed, like thinking <laughs> that this was gonna happen, and then like he's like, why don't we just recreate your prison pocket? And I'm thinking, I'm like, huh, like I can't put drugs <laughs> on my butt anymore. Like I'm a sober guy. 
<laughs> you know, like I can't just put that kind of shit up my butt. And he's like, nah, dude, we'll just like go to the store and like just put random shit up there. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. You know, and then like, it <laughs> way better it- than losing my beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. So it's like, then we go to the store and like we literally had like a shopping list, like $150 worth of shit. We're just like picking stuff off the shelves, you know, yeah. like, oh, this looks like it, it could go up there. You know, this could be funny. Are you just like holding things up? Like, I think I can fit this yeah, in my yeah. like, right like that. Yeah, pretty much, dude. And like, and so we get back to the hotel and it ended up being like a pen, uh, three batteries, uh, a couple Skittles, uh, the, the 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 biggest thing and like the most fucked up thing was the the, the coffee K cups. Um, like if you're making an instant the coffee. instant coffee, yeah. yeah and he had batteries in his asshole, and he's talking about the K cups like, yeah. for like the scary. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a Twix or a Snickers would have been smarter. Like, yeah, but see, if it was a Twix or like a Snickers, that like and oh. And the whole goal was for these things to be metal, so when we go take the X-ray, uh, okay, you can see you. it. Yeah, that's the whole. That was the whole goal <laughs> behind this, and um, so like that's kind of like how we landed on the batteries. But the thought of like, oh, these things could explode in my right, butt. Right. That idea never crossed my mind, you know, because like honestly, like, and the thought of like having it up there for twenty four hours wasn't a thought either. I thought it was gonna be like, oh. Put it out my butthole, go to the emergency room real quick, get the x-ray, right. and then poop it out all in the same day. So why right. wait? Why, why 24 hours? Steve's just like, all right, dude, you're going <laughs> to keep this in your butt for 24 hours. Like, you're going to fly in, you're gonna fly in a private jet. You're going to be in a tour bus with this thing all up in your butt. And, like, in my head, I'm like, whoa, am I going to be the first person in the world to, like, have batteries in my butt on a private jet? It's possible. And I'm like, I'm like, I think I might be the, so it's like that, <laughs> that like, that's my calling world record. Yeah. Book. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yes. So like, that's like my, my thinking process behind all this. It's like, it's like, whoa, I might be the first person in the world to have something up my butt in a private jet. Does this definitely thing- <laughs> not the first thing yeah. to have something in your butt? Yeah, on yeah, a yeah. Private but like it's to, to that extent. Though. No, yeah. a foreign object. A for- maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so do, when you put something up your butt, Here's the butthole. You put something up there. Yeah. You get it all the way in your butthole. Does it just stay at the same spot or does it like go up and down? And do you know when it's going okay, up and down? So yeah, you do know when it's going up and down. <laughs> and, um, but so there's this thing, it's called an inner butthole. You know, it's like you get Nick it. told us about this. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, and this one ended up being way bigger than the one that I did in jail. This one was like this fucking long, like, like seven inches long. Small dildo. Yeah. Actually, a regular dildo. An average dildo. Yeah. And so, and I'm like. It's huge. <laughs> That's not huge. <laughs> yeah. Better, give it back here. Yeah. yeah. It, it was pretty huge. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so it's like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, whoa, I've never had anything on my butt this big before. Yeah. You know, like I've had some smaller dildos in my butt. Right, right. You know, like, and uh, so I'm like, fuck, I don't know if this is going to work, but I, I can't like back out. The cameras are rolling. Like I'm like, how long does I, it take to get it up there, I, dude? It actually got up there pretty quick. <laughs> like, it's muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Like I like we're on this like beautiful balcony at this hotel in Australia. The sunset's coming down. Like, and it was like this beautiful setting, and I'm just like naked on the balcony on my side, sticking this thing up my butt, and like Steve's just like go go go, <laughs> like, like super fucked up, and uh, and and so like I get it up there, but. It, it was it wasn't past the inner butthole, you know. It was like I could feel it, the 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 reservoir tip because like you wrap everything in cellophane, then you wrap that in condoms, 
and so you could see the reservoir tip like poking out of my butthole. Yeah. Like just saying hi, you know? Uh-huh. And, and so I'm like, uh, he's like, all right, like, let's go to dinner. I'm like, what? We have to go to dinner with this thing on my butt? Like, <laughs> Was anyone recording this? Oh, the whole thing's on camera. Okay, I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah, so yeah. I feel like this is a waste of a, a, a content. That's the whole yeah. reason they're doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they it, need to blow it, up. It made me feel like Steve-O was just like, well, let's just do 24 hours, see if you can hang out. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And so it's like we go to dinner, and I'm like really uncomfortable, like not in pain, but uncomfortable, can't sit down right, and like I can't really concentrate on eating. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, I start like poking at it a little bit. Can't I can't move it? You know, it's still feeling the same. And then I sit down back at, at the dinner table, and all of a sudden I feel, and it's like past my inner butthole, and I don't feel anything. I feel normal. Oh no! And like half of me was like, "Whoa, I feel fine. I could eat. Like I feel I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally okay." And then, but the, then like the fear of like, "Whoa, I don't feel it. Where the fuck is it?" Starts right. like going into my head, and I'm like. It might be way up there, like because it can go. It could go. Yeah. yeah. Are and, you scared to fart at that time, or are farts normal? Um, He's probably yeah, hoping no, for it yeah, at that point. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I was farting at the time, and but okay. And then like we after dinner, we go to the fucking bowling alley, and we're playing. We're bowling with this thing up my butt, and the funniest <laughs> thing is, I beat everybody <laughs> with this fucking giant convenience store package in my ass, and. So after, and then we go bowling after bowling. We're like, all right, dude, everybody's going to sleep. I'm like, I have to sleep with this in my butt. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like spinning in my head about like, because uh, now I'm thinking worst case scenario. I'm like, okay, well, what if I can't poop it out? And we have to go to the hospital. I don't have health insurance in Australia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I know Steve would never like, just like let me, he would probably take care of it. But, um, it was still worst case scenario things were right. popping up in my head, and then I go to sleep, and we, we get on the plane, and then tour bus. We're on the bus for like six hours. I end up falling asleep on the bus. I don't even know how I did that. And then we get to the emergency room, and I walk into the emergency room, and I'm just like, "Yeah, um, I'm with Stevo from Jackass, and I have something in my butt." Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and like the doctors, he knows who Jackass. He knew he knows who Steve is. Yeah, and. He's like, all right, what do you got in your butt? And I'm like, okay, I have some Skittles. And he's like giggling. And I'm like, okay, I have a pen. He's like, oh, whoa, still giggling. I have a couple people, pieces of paper. <laughs> okay, cool. And then I get to the batteries. And he like he drops his pen and he looks at me. He's like, you have three AAA batteries in your asshole right now? I'm like, yeah. And he's he like, like, you dickhead. Yeah, he like, he like gets on the phone. Real quick, he's like, dude, you got to get those out now. And I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking goal. Like, <laughs> But we need to get this x-ray for this fucking video. Like, just x-ray me. And so Steve pays for the x-ray. It was like a couple grand. And like, and uh, we, and th- at first they wouldn't give us the x-rays because I don't know if they're allowed to or whatever. And so like we had to like pay this doctor to like, yeah. like here, man, here, take this 50. Give us the fucking x-ray. So <laughs> a doctor like, take a bribe for yeah, your phone? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like was, it's for the gram, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then so like he's like, all right, wait outside. And like we were waiting out there for three hours. And he fi- like we didn't think he was going to come out. And he finally came out. So I have these like gorgeous, magical, real x-rays like on my wall at home. That's like, fine. I have yeah. an MRI of my dick in my car, but it's on a CD. And who the hell can burn a CD? Yeah, exactly. It's like trying to, it's like giving me a VHS. Like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Nobody can just take a, a fucking CD <laughs> and just print a picture. Yeah, like, yeah. I have to go to like somebody. Yeah. I don't even know where to do it, but I have my yeah. dick so it's on a CD. Yeah, and then and then Steve was just like, "All right, it's time to poop that thing out." And so we go to the venue, and um, 
And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like poop. Like this is gnarly. So I sit on the toilet and I'm pushing, and uh, something came out, but I thought it was just poop because I was like, oh, if this is coming out of my butthole, I'm gonna feel it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so I'm, and I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I poop more. And Steve's like, did it come out? I'm like, no, dude, it didn't come out because I thought I would feel it. Right. And then he's like, well, just look at the toilet. I'm like, dude, it's not. It didn't come right, out. Right. Right. So I'm freaking out. And but he, you still didn't he, and look? he's like, no, I still didn't look. Oh, my and, God. And Steve's like, Steve's giggling. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, this is all going down. And uh, and then finally I like got up and looked and it came out. And it was like the most fucking, it You're was like, the cool. best feeling. You just yeah. like a normal world. turd? Dude it, felt, dude, it didn't even feel like a turd. It felt like. It I, probably just slipped right it, out. Because it was, it was really lubed up, yeah. you know, so it just yeah. slipped, slipped right out. And the doctor let you leave with the battery still in your butthole? Yeah. He wasn't like, whoa, 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 you got to stay here. You're yeah. He just let me leave. Yeah. Did he make you like sign something like, oh, if yeah. you die? Oh, I was, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. just let you leave. I had, a, I had to sign a lot of paperwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's just like, like, and then like, we're like figuring out, we're like, okay, we didn't really think this through because we can't post this shit anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so like Steve put it on his Instagram, got taken down. It's on his YouTube, but it's like a very watered down, like, can you show just your face? Like you can't show like yeah. obviously your dick and your butt. But. Yeah, so that's how we that's how we ended up doing it because we had a couple of cameras rolling on me. So like we had one pointing at my face, one pointing at my butthole, and so like we just flipped things around a little bit. You guys could probably put it on like Pornhub, but just like the funny side of Pornhub, you guys can start that. You yeah. could get it on yeah. his OnlyFans uh, for a fee, probably. Yeah, you direct could, message yeah, him you on could OnlyFans me, you if could, uh, you want to see. I don't want to promote. <laughs> I don't want to say it because like sometimes. They can get you can get in oh. trouble for saying uh, on his on my on my forbidden page. <laughs> Just look the, the me up. I'm sure, I'm sure you could find it. Yeah. So if the world was ending and you only had time to put one thing up your butthole to save, what would it be? <laughs> his girlfriend. Uh, yeah. You can't put his girlfriend up his butt. Uh, you never you know. She's, we don't know. She's pretty tiny. Yeah. Um, we don't. We should not assume. I don't know. Um, um, maybe my vape. <laughs> it's like my only vice I have left in my world. Just let me have this. Day. Yeah, and like this thing can go up there easy. Oh yeah, you can fit it up. I can probably yeah. fit it. I don't. I don't get to do my, my butthole is so tight. Like you can't get nothing uh, up there. Yeah, some people you just gotta like ease your way up. And dude. you don't want anything up there. Like so, yeah. you're not gonna t- tell it to open yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. He had things he needed to. Yeah. Transport. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've been I've been practicing for a long time. So before all of this, yeah. you were homeless and addicted to drugs, correct? Yeah, for a long time. So is your mom what does your mom think of your life now in comparison to them? Is she like proud like you're the butthole guy now? Um yeah. I mean she's super proud of uh of like what I've been able to build these last almost six years. Um Cause I, I mean, with her, man, I, I've done a lot of fucked up shit, dude. Like, I mean, us in active addiction, we hurt people who are closest to us, mm-hmm. you know. And like, she was the closest to me, and like, I would just continuously lie and manipulate and steal, and you know. So I've done a lot of fucked up shit, and I've been able to like make amends and um, and pay back nowhere near the amount of shit that I've done. But like, I, I'm continuously paying back. But she's super proud, and like, dude. When I, when, like I said, when Jackass came out and I, I, I literally pointed at the TV, this is October of 2000 or 2001. But when Jackass came out, I literally pointed at the TV and I told her, I was like, mom, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, she laughed, you know, she was supportive when I was younger and um, she's like, okay, <laughs> you know, and, and when I went home like two years ago and that memory popped up 
and I, and I laughed. I was like, Mom, do you remember when I pointed at TV all those years ago? And before I could even finish a sentence, she's like, holy shit, you're not just doing that. You're doing it with the people you pointed at. It's right. fucking crazy. You know, which is, yeah. uh, which is unreal. Right, right. You know, and... Um, no, but it is real. It, it, like, it is. You know, it's, and it's, it's possible. Like, yeah. it, And earlier you said, like, you decided, like, when you start... Like, when you were getting sober and you were living in that house and... Like, I feel like that's, like, the main takeaway from personally recently when I'm, like, learning, like, reading different stor- stories from people or hearing different people. It's, like, the decision. Like, as soon as you decide and then, like, you make that, like, your core decision, it's, like, everything else just starts to, like, For domino. sure. A hundred percent. I agree with that fully. But there's also, it's, like... When it, when it comes with, like, addiction or, or alcoholism, sometimes you don't get to decide because you're so... You're so lost in it. Well, know? no, but I'm saying like you're you choosing sobriety. Oh, for sure. Was like this catalyst for, sure. for you. A- absolutely. And but, it was and, like and that it's decision. Also, it's like I didn't choose sobriety. Like when I went into that sober living, I wasn't choosing sobriety. I was choosing a bed to sleep in like and, some convenience. F- and some food to eat for a little bit because right. I was just homeless in L.A., you know. How did you stay big? When addicted, like, how are you getting money, like, nonstop? Because you got to eat and do drugs. Like, that's a I get that question a lot. And um, I was like, since I've always been big, like high school, I was a big dude, you know. And so my ten years of active addiction, like, I was, I was like losing a lot of weight, losing a lot of weight, losing a lot of weight. But I was still chunky. Yeah, you know, I was. I'm always gonna be a chunky boy, but like, I looked sick. You know, like I had skin hanging. Like Mm -hmm. I, I just didn't look healthy. Um, but like, yeah, all my money really didn't go to food. It, like I was homeless. I, every penny I had went to drugs, mm. you know? So it's like, yeah, I did lose a lot of weight and active addiction, but like, it was like, like I was like, I, like I was saying, like, I didn't really choose sobriety. It was more of like the, the, the bed to sleep in for a few days, the food to eat. And, but I met Zach and we, I had a heartogram tattooed right here, mm-hmm. right before I got it covered. And He's like, oh, you have a heartogram tattoo. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, me and you are going to be friends. I'm like, okay, sick. Like, I know who you are, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever. Right. And then it was just like, things were happening that I can't explain. Right. You know, like, right. things that I was like. So you just never, t- like, touch drugs again? Never. Not even in Advil. So let's get into your relationship. Did the sobriety come first or the relationship? Sobriety came first. Uh, sobriety has to come first. If you, if you try to date an early sobriety, it's like you're pretty much done for. Um, did, was I fooling around here and there in early sobriety? In sobriety for sure. Um, was it the smart thing to do? Probably not. But it like I definitely learned a lot from from some of those past relationships in early sobriety. Um, but like I wasn't really ready. I, like I thought I was ready. But, like, I still didn't know who I was fully, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and I lived in that fucking sober living for three years. And, like, I'm like, oh, I want to be, I want a relationship. I, I want somebody to, to support me, like, uh, like do, uh, like, support what I do and all that stuff. And I'm like, like, Scott, I remember Scott told me, he's like, bro, you live in a sober living. Like, you think some chick who, right. is, who's, like, has their shit together is going to want some 
fuck boy living in a garage of a sober living. Like I didn't have a car at a time. Like I probably had a hundred bucks in my bank account. Like I'm doing all these cool things, but remember I was telling you like none of that shit really pays dude. Right. You know what I mean? We're doing this shit to build our name. Yeah. You were like watering the plant. Yeah, dude. Like I'm literally like, like nine months into sober living. They hired me as a house manager, which means I didn't have to pay rent anymore. So I was like living in a sober living for free, but I had to work there. You know what I mean? So, so I was still there for a few years having that like structured environment to help me stay sober in the meantime. But like, dude, I wasn't making any fucking money. Like maybe I'd make a couple hundred dollars here and there editing for some friend or whatever. But dude, the money didn't really come until last year. So how long have you been doing it until you really saw money? I mean, you've been Uh, been doing type. Okay. So, yeah. So, so, uh, Maybe summer of 2018 is when it, like, really was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Okay, so six years almost? Of, almost six years. That's, I mean, we're at three years, so let's, let's hope that comes quicker. But. Dude, it's, it's, like, it's like a nonstop fucking grind because, like, I, like, like, I mean, let's, let's face it. We're all, we're all attention whores at the end of the day. We're all, we're all fighting. (laughs) We're all fighting for camera time. We're all like, we love to, we love to entertain people and we're we're just, it comes down to the core attention horrors. And I don't know if that means like we didn't get enough attention growing up as kids or whatever from past trauma or whatever, but we just love it. We love attention. That's what's like the core base of why we do what we do. But it's also, it's like, we love to entertain. I, I love the thought of like, if some regular person is having a shit day, and they have so many problems in their life and they can't seem to like stop thinking about it. And if they like scroll on whatever platform and they see my 60 second video and it takes them away from their pain or trouble or stress for 60 seconds, I, my job is complete. Yeah. I love that, right. that kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that makes yeah. me so happy, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like, and then if they like really like what I do and they do a little bit of deeper dive and they see like my story and my sobriety and like my past and where I've come from and how I got to where I am, that's like the extra like on like sprinkle on top because that like I was saying before could potentially help them. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like a win win for me. Yeah. I get my attention because I'm an attention whore, <laughs> and I also help people, which is cool. And then you got a fuck. How long have you and your girl been together now? S- uh, five, four four months. Four months. Yeah, early. Real early. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Fire. How, how did you guys yeah. meet? Uh, so she started following me on Instagram and like, she was like liking all my pictures and I looked at her page and like, she's so hot. So I thought, and like, <laughs> you're like, hold up. Yeah. And, she, and, <laughs> and she had like a, um, a link on her bio, you know, that link. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, there's no way this chick is real, dude. So I just never followed her back. And then like, she's like, show you yeah, hot so, girl. Yeah. So she was like liking all my stories for a few days too. And like, I just never followed her back. And then she unfollowed me. And then, like, a week later, she followed me back again. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? You're just, like, some scam. (laughs) You're trying to get my money. Leave me alone. (laughs) And uh, she was very consistent of liking all my stuff. And then finally, after maybe three weeks, I I DM'd her. And I was like, yo, what's up? And she's like, the first thing she said was, it's about fucking time. Yeah, like, finally. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean it's about time? She's like, I've been waiting for you to DM me. I was like, why can't you just DM me? She goes, no, I don't do that. Oh, girls. And I'm just like, Going bubble. okay, I respect that. <laughs> and then basically, like, she's. So you just threw rocks and <laughs> yeah. called my phone from a block number. Yeah. Not actually, but, like, yeah, that yeah. is. It's exactly. like, hello? Yeah. Hello? Just poking and me just being oblivious <laughs> yeah. and, like, can't t- take signs and hints. Um, but, yeah, and then, like, she's from Canada and 
we just like started talking every day for a while. Um, like we've known each other six months, seven right. months or something like that. Um, and then she came down from Canada and we kind of like hit it off and I was super nervous cause she's so hot and like, and I'm just like, st- I still don't know how I pulled it off. And, um, and we just hit it off, you know? And then, uh, but like I went to Australia right after like she came down. Mm-hmm. So like, she was just like, so we still, we, we didn't hook up or anything. And she just thought Fire. I was, yeah, she was just thought I was going to be the dude to like disappear. go to tour, disappear, fuck anything that walks on tour. Right. Um, well, you're not like with a crew that's like that. No, either. I mean, I mean, I've, I have done that on tour before, right. you know, like I have like my first tour experience, like my f- like, I went crazy my first time. Right. Well, because you're just meeting all these new people and you're in new places. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, and I'm, I'll be honest, like, I kind of, I used to take, like, advantage of the situation where I'm like, okay, I kind of have a name now. I'm like, right. I'm, I'm on tour with some big people. Like, I'm just going to name drop and, like, right. and just, like, take advantage of this. Because, like, back in high school. It's so crazy that you can't, like, that's a thing, though. For sure. A hundred percent that's a thing. Like, what do girls think? I mean, they know, they get it. It's dude. for the story. Dude, Everything's for the, for the story. story dude. Like, it's like, oh, I hooked up with yeah, it's a like, production member of Steve-O's tour, yeah, or is this when it, you were co-hosting? Yeah, no, it, this wasn't when I was co-hosting. I was mainly production, but I still kind of, I still, I, I had the show at the time uh-huh. um, that was airing at okay, that time. Okay. Like, I still was like in front of the camera a lot, but not to where I'm at now. Right. Um. So it's like I still kind of had a name. Um. But like, I mean, come on, you guys. You guys. <laughs> 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 no, it's, I mean, it's basically like, like when I was that on that tour, it was like, okay, I'm gonna swipe right on anything. I'm gonna cast a big right, net right, and, right. Like, like just shoot hits. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, like, and like, I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm single. I'm gonna have fun. I'm on tour with Stevo, and like, I did some fucked up, crazy shit with some chicks. Right, you know? right, like, right. Uh, we're like, we're in the middle of the country. Like, I'm never gonna see these girls again. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, like you're like, beat. Yeah. <laughs> The funniest story that I, I plan on using when I started doing stand up was like we were in Minnesota, the, my first tour experience. I'm like, you know what? I want to find a girl to eat my butt. <laughs> and like, it didn't take that long to find. <laughs> and like, this chick, and like, she, I totally got catfished. And like, she comes to my hotel room, and like, I open the door, and she has like a build of a football player. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm too far into this. I gotta, right, I gotta, right. I gotta keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, so like, we, I get the job done. She eats my butt, and, uh, and like we hook up more and then afterwards she's getting dressed she goes oh my god i can't believe i just did that and i'm just like what eat my butt she goes no i can't believe i just hooked up with you me and my husband me and my husband are big fans of the podcast and i'm just like because i had a podcast with zach ass at the time and and i was like i was like wait the first thing came to mind it wasn't even the husband thing it was like oh you're a fan of our podcast sick Yeah, so like, you knew me yeah. before you got yeah, here. So, yeah, so she knew who I was. Her, <laughs> like, her and her husband were fans, and then she goes, "My husband wanted me to say hi." So does See, her husband? You just got so mad back there. Does her husband know that you like that you guys? He doesn't up? care. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't care. They're open. Yeah, the open relationship. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, so I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not that kind of person either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like. But like I mean, I, I don't judge. Like, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, like, like, if, if you guys are both happy, thing, if that's cool, your thing, cool. Fuck? I totally respect that. That's a triple win. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> he got to say hi to one of his idols. His <laughs> wife got yeah. to eat his idols, or her idols' butt, and then you got to come. Yeah. But that's Fire. weird yeah. to be on, like, so... If you're a married couple, normally you guys might have a list. Like, these are the celebrities you can sleep with. No, this is the story <laughs> that you, were, you made up about no, 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 marriage. This is, this is the thing. No. Where people are like, oh, you're on my list. Like, you, if I meet Chris Hemsworth, I'm sleeping with him, right? Makes sense. Now, 
she's like, he's like, you know what? You could probably, yeah, right, you could, you could do it with Skinny Vinny. Like, he's on your list. It's weird I, to be on somebody's list, dude. I mean, if I'm on, she was on list, Bumble, bro. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> she was. Her list is infinite. She yeah, can do whatever the fuck she for wants. Sure. I mean, if I'm on somebody's list, <laughs> I'm you honored. Were, you were. You were. I'm honored. But, I was uh, trying to give him some honor. I'm always okay. like, no. Yeah. I'm just no. Telling fuck you, everyone. Yeah. You hate open relationships. So I'm just telling you, it's more prevalent than you think. It really is. I and, know you people exist out there and are trying to fuck up our relationships, but it's whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and and, and so that that was that funny. That was the that was the crazy time on tour. But like I, like I was using, I was pulling that card for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? And like, but like after so long, it becomes like, oh, what am I doing? I'm like 35 years old. Like, right. 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 I I don't want this. Like I have my own house now. I I'm I'm responsible. I, I'm an I'm an adult. You know? Right. Like, right. I right. Feel you like just I want my, different things though yeah, too. Yeah. And I started wanting different things and. When her and I met, it was like, okay, you're really hot. You're really fucking cool. You're okay with the stuff that I do. Um, she's young, which I was like a little worried about. How old? She, she'll be 24. And, and I, <laughs> His mouth is like trembling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did that once before, buddy. Yeah, she'll, be, she'll be 24 in a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, and then like. But she's wh- a Virgo. Yeah, No, she's a, a Libra. Oh, okay, a, a, the okay. Tail, the tail, oh, like okay. right after the Virgo. Got it, got I'm a Libra too. And. Um, Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing, Mark? Because Mark hates no me for being a Virgo all the time. No, I don't hate that's you for being a Virgo. That's just, just because you're a Virgo. The moon was put there. Structured. I hear that all the time. <laughs> He's very structured. Yeah, I hear that all the time. yeah. <laughs> well, I have a lot of Libras in my life right now. I, I like am very Libras. structured. That is, that is a thing. Yeah. Well, I was saying about Virgos, oh, about but Virgos, yeah. maybe. What do you What do you assume well, about him? From what I From what I've I don't know much about astrology or uh-huh. all that stuff, but from what I've heard, Libras are very balanced. Yeah. And they need the structure. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's it, good. It, yeah. And yeah. I mean, the structure and all that, like, has saved my life, like, tremendously. Yeah, like your routine. So we yeah, save yeah. you guys. We're like your superhero because we give the structure. <laughs> no, yeah. I need structure. You welks. You welks. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You're the best for your yeah. structure. Yeah, and then, uh, like, like she thought I was going to just go to tour and fuck anything that walks, and um, that wasn't the case. Like, I was super interested in her. At this point, we still hadn't hooked up. I think we kissed once. And I think uh, that's, like, good when you can get past a certain point without hooking up because yeah. you can only, like, be a fake person for a certain amount of months. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally, yeah. And, and like, she saw that I was, like, really consistent. Like, I was calling her every day, texting her every day, and she really she really appreciated that. And then when I got back to L.A., because we were in Australia for about a month, got back to L.A., and um, we just hit it off. You know, she came, she came back because she went back to Canada. She came back. We hit it off. We finally slept together, and um, it just, like, felt right. Right. And, um, but then, like, I'm constantly, then, like, three weeks later, I'm off to the UK. Right. And. Um, Does she live in Canada? She lives there, She right? lived in, yeah, she lives in Canada, um, but we're in the process of, like, her um, coming to the States and, right. and that whole thing. But um, it doesn't really matter that you're not in one space because no, she's not it there anyways. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it sucks. It's unfortunate. But um, she knows that this is my life and my dream, and she's totally cool with it. And, like, we just support each other doing what we want to do. Like, she has her things that she did that, um, like, she was a, she did a Brazzers scene, mm-hmm. you know? What uh, is that? Brazzers is, like, a major porn okay. Um, okay. porn company. Yeah. Like, she did a scene. This was way before we met. Um and like when I was in when I was in Australia, she was just basically like, "Look, I didn't think I was gonna like you this much, so I want to tell you before you find out." Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me, and I was just like taken back because like I didn't know 
if I could be with somebody, because I'm, I mean, I'm a very jealous person. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. Maybe, I, I don't know. How I, have some, I, I definitely have insecurities, but like, I just, you know, the thought of seeing somebody who I'm with sleep with another dude, just like. You don't like it. It just like eats me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I had to like, really like, she said when I told her my face turned white and like. Probably. Uh, yeah. yeah you know? I could so, I, so I had to like, really like think about it. And but um, then you have to go back into that whole mindset of like. Who gives a fuck? Exactly, you know. But right. I, I also like I talked to Scott, and Scott's like me. He was just like, dude, who gives a fuck? Right. But then I, but then I talked to somebody like Isaac, who has like a very. He's not an alcoholic. He's he has his mind on very tight. He's very like he's a sick dude, and he's like, oh man, I don't know, dude. Like, think about the future. If you have kids with her, what are the, what are the, right. you, know, you have to tell right. kids, and then like they might get bullied in school. And I'm just like, whoa, dude. Like, I know. Why do people think like, that? You though? just went so far ahead. So like, wait, wait, does. Does this video still exist on the internet? It hasn't even come out yet. The I, internet lives forever. I understand yeah. what I'm saying. Like, th- is this which I come didn't out? realize yeah, it will come out. How and I, and, I, and I've, I've accepted it. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Um, I'll probably even watch it. Um, you might because we just had we just had a, a Adam 22 on the podcast uh-huh. um, a couple weeks ago, and his whole thing with with Lena, yeah, know, his his wife, like. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. And like, and, and like, who are they today? Like, what are their core values? Like, how totally. do they make you feel as a person? Like, and she's the best, dude. She's literally, the and she's coolest. young as shit too. Yeah. So, how old was she when she made the video? Yeah, uh, this was like last summer, like two summers ago. Yeah, like That's, probably like 21, yeah. 22 yeah. years old. A like, porn yeah. takes that long to turn around? Yeah, it, yeah, it really does. A lot of things wow. do. Wait, how long does your episodes take to turn around? So, say <laughs> you guys record, we record today. So, probably come out in two or three weeks. So, um, lately. We've been stocking up. We have maybe seven weeks worth of episodes in the bank. That's wow. fine. But usually, we film an episode because we have so much going on. Usually, we're scrambling to find a guest. We'll do the guest and then drop it like two days later. Dude, seven weeks is that's awesome. Yeah, we've we've been fucking grinding lately because we 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 had uh, we just released Violent J. We had sh- I know we already we, and that we was two months it. ago. You guys had them on. Um, Violent J was maybe about a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Sean Wright, Sean White released, like we have, who do you have? Like, oh my God, I don't even, I don't know. Can you say who's yeah, coming up? Yeah, I can up? say it. Um, so we did Snooky. We have Mark Norman, Sam Marill. <gasps> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ash was just telling me that she was watching that, uh, Netflix, Mark Norman's. He's but so, he's so good, fucking dude. funny. He's All right, so, so fucking funny. All right, both those guys. Um, so Sam yeah, Morell, Mark Marill. Norman. Um, you said Sean White. Yeah, Sean but, he, but we out. already released oh, already that. Fuck. Um, it's crazy that you see. Remember. We do these things, dude, and I, it's so hard for me to remember because there's so much of it. Um. Yeah. God, dude, I don't want to give you dead space. Okay. Uh, do you yeah. do you have like a dream guest that you guys as a group have talked about trying to get on? That's just difficult to get on. Um, not really, because uh, now we we work with a, a booking agency where um they every like couple days they'll send us a list of just like people that are that could potentially come on and like a lot of times we're just like nah 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 like they gotta be at a, at a certain caliber for us yeah. or like 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 sean white for example right like did we think his episode would crush no but it's we think it's a good look to have him on yeah, there's con- there's great content i mean even if people don't not everybody tunes in there's still great content to have for sure. And it's like, look, Sean White is a fucking Olympic gold medalist. Right. You know, like, and in my and I, in my eyes, he's a fucking legend, you know. But a lot of people, like, if, like, you were to walk up to a stranger and say, hey, do you know who Sean White is? 
they might not say yes. You know what I mean? Like, Mar didn't know who Robert Novak were, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it, there's which is like, crazy to us. Yeah, know? there's like different. Like, we are in a completely different pocket of the world than she's in. For sure. Like, our, our humor and the way we grew up is different than she did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she's like, Justin, not everyone wants to talk about buttholes. I'm like, some people really want to talk about buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, because it depends on like which way you're going to go. But th- I think that that's the like crossroad that we have been coming to, anyways, because yeah. it's. It can exist both also, obviously, like with Novak, with you, with Rab, it's like, okay, they're, they do X, Y, and Z, they're wild, but they're also completely changed their lives around. Like, so it just depends on what, like, that's why I get so frustrated sometimes because I'm like, don't fucking say anything to me about a clip you've seen from an episode until you go watch the episode because it's like things can be you're just making up a story based off of 30 second clips or like you know and it's like dude it's bigger than that like their story is insane like he lived in a porter potty for two years bro like and now he's touring and on private jets like what are we not wait how was the porter potty clean did they come and like take the poop out um i see uh, it was in a spot where not many people used it and it was a handicap size porta potty, so it was just <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It, was, it was just big enough for me to like make a bed on the ground. Yeah, because like I mean, you guys know from the East Coast, like the the winters are kind of gnarly. You yeah, know? so it's Tough. like if you don't find shelter, you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, and so basically, it's like I, I was so high and so like I just didn't care at that point in my life. I, I accepted that this was my life, that I was going to live the rest of my life a lonely heroin addict, and I was going to die alone. I accepted it. And when you come to that acceptance, to that kind of acceptance, you really just don't give a fuck anymore, right? And I'm not the kind of person to, like, kill myself, but I am the kind of person to, like, go out guns blazing, like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm like, like I said, I like touching the line of overdosing, yeah. you know? So, like, I'm going to keep doing that. And, like, when I was living in that porta potty I was comfortable. Like, I was, like, I was chilling. I was, like okay I, I like as long as i had my needle my heroin and my obama phone to watch netflix right like, i was chilling <laughs> right. you know i would like i'd sleep in that i'd wake up the next morning go to dunkin donuts charge my phone and figure out who i could rob or what i could steal to sell stuff to get my next fix you know and then like somehow a, an old friend ha- found my number called me he's like hey dude i got sober six years ago i'll fly to la but you gotta get sober and in my head i'm like that's so fucking cool, though. Yeah, and, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'll take your free plane ride to L.A. Yeah, right. free. You, you could be yeah, warm. You're like, no, but, but if you're going to be homeless, L.A is a fire that's, place that to was, home. That was be my homeless. thinking behind yeah. it. I was like, okay, I'll take your free plane ticket, fly to L.A. I'll go to your rehab for a week and leave and be homeless in L.A. And that's what I did. I, I, I left the sober. I left the treatment center, and I ended up staying on, like, Newport Beach for a little bit, like underneath the lifeguard towers. Yeah. Dude, they literally, like, in Venice Beach, they, like, bus the people who are homeless yeah. to the beach for the day, and then they, like, bring them to a shelter. Yeah. Like, they literally, like, yeah, it's, it's not, not a bad I situation. I lived in Vegas, and <laughs> some of the best people to party with on the street are homeless people. Those <laughs> yeah. do, And there's, like, free concerts, and the beers, like, you can get, like, a Miller Lite like this, like, two for five, like the big 16-ounces. So you're just drinking with these homeless people. They're fucking fun as shit. Yeah. yeah and then, <laughs> and like, when, the, when the song... I'm coming home comes on. They all start to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so like I, I made my way, I like slowly made my way north. I, I started from Newport Beach and made my way north to Skid Row and I was on Skid Row for a couple months. And, Crazy. Um, I, yeah, I didn't have a tent. I didn't have anything. I had a skateboard and a backpack with some clothes. That was it. I didn't have a penny to my fucking name. 
And I was like, cool with it. Right. Because I accepted it. I was like, okay, right. this is me. Right. I got, sh- I got dealt the shitty cards. Because that's, I, I played the victim. Yeah, 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 I, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, but oh, that's, why me? it's just like, part of it. Like, yeah. And yeah, and that's kind of, um, that's kind of like how that whole LA thing started, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's funny that you say, like, how you were like, like, it's fun to, like, pretend to be sick, basically. It's yeah. like, it's fun getting, like, the sympathy sometimes. For like, sure. Because, like, when you're, when you're that deep in it, like, you're, you're miserable. But, and, like, you're also crafty, though, like, as to how oh, to get the things. Yeah, 100%. But it's also, it's like, when when you're that sick, you're miserable, and then misery loves company, so you hang out with other miserable people, and you like, and then when those two miserable people get together, you both play the victim card, like, oh, why us, why us, why did we get like this, you know? Yeah, and I it's can... like, and it's just a toxic circle, and just goes round and round until something, either someone dies or, you know. Like, yeah, it's it's fucking how did you find our podcast, by the way? What clip did you see? The Rab, the Rab podcast. I think I, uh, on Rab's story. Oh, on his story. What, do you know, do you remember the clip or no? I'm just curious. Because every time I, I, I have something, I'm like, how did you get him? I think it was the George Carlin when he was talking oh, about the, he, the full, the full speech shit. Yeah, That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's one of the most legendary clips ever. The, the George <laughs> Carlin bit. Yeah. Did you, I don't know if you watched the whole podcast, but he talks about afterwards, after he cleaned up, that was the clip. But after that, he had, he brought a girl home. And he had sex, and he shit in the bed. Did you hear that part? I didn't hear that on yours, but I I, I know that story. There's yeah. a lot of clips I made, but it's hard to like. I don't want to because there's so much content. Like yeah. it's like it's like a 30 minute conversation. I have to cut down to a minute. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, which one's better? Him cleaning up after shitting, or having sex after shitting? But after <laughs> sex, the sex is better. But it's like it's such a long story. Yeah. That they cut it down to a minute or under is yeah. like impossible. Yeah. There, that bit is uh, will forever be one of my favorite bits. I've actually. I have it on my whiteboard at my house and it says, and it's underlined and asterisk where it says, uh, call Rab, ask if I could redo it and him be there. Yeah. That's it's on my whiteboard and it's something that I really want to do. Um, I feel like he'd be down. I, I feel like he'd be down too. Um, he's opening up more. Like, I know he went through some shit recently in, in his personal life, yeah, but he's opening yeah. up more. Yeah. And, um, but I, I want it to be the right time. You know what I mean? Like I feel like, I've known Rab, uh, I mean, since early sobriety, because he filmed Zach's MTV show. Okay. And um, so that's how I met him through through all that. And uh, and then Zach was on his podcast. And I everywhere Zach went, I went because I was a filmer. Yeah, so it's right. like, and then I just build these relationships with everybody. So do you have like some future projects that are coming up that you're excited yeah, about? Yeah, dude. I, I'm, I'm, I've been working on something for the last six months. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with it. But I'm I'm working on a television show. Um, it's a sketch comedy show, mm-hmm. and I've never said anything publicly about this, and I'm gonna say it today. Um, it's a sketch comedy show, intertwined with stunts and pranks, um, and I'm calling it Eight Equals D. <laughs> so it's gonna be a dick. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. How many how many equal signs you got going? Just one. Uh, they can't let you couldn't do more than one. Could you? No. And. Um, <laughs> And it's uh, after this, I, I could show you. Um, Your dick. I, <laughs> I mean, I could show you that too. Um, but I, I could show you what I have. I'm like, I'm like 90% done with it. Um, and I, I have some great cameos in it. We have a cameo from David Spade. We have a um, fire. Yeah, it's um, the the goal is to pitch it. I, I I got the pilot pretty much done. I got the sizzle reel done. I have the pitch bible done. Um, so the goal was after this tour. 
I get everybody together. I, my cast is amazing. Um, and to start, just basically kick down doors until somebody fucking agrees to buy it. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, Netflix will buy anything. They're always looking for new shit, I feel like. That's the, I mean, uh, obviously I'm shooting for the stars. Uh, my first one is HBO. Um, cause HBO just seems a, like a place where this could live. Is there a know? lot of nudity? Is that why? There's, uh, in the pilot, there's not a lot of nudity. Um, but I want in the concept, uh, the concept <laughs> yeah. of the show. There's Conceptually, like yeah. people will be naked. Yeah, naked. <laughs> I, I, like, there's a lot of drawings of naked guys doing yeah, stuff. I, I mean, basically every transition that you see dicks. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so it's like <laughs> yeah, you just see like whether whether if it's a laser, like a laser creating a dick or like this crazy trippy thing, you know. But um, like my goal was because we've always had to censor our stuff. You know, that's why I came up with eight equals D. It's just an equation. You don't have to blur a fucking equation. I mean, Why you are you a, mad? Do you have yeah. another title that you could do? No, no. no. I, th- th- when I thought of this, I was so blown. I mean, it's a great idea. I'm not, bro. I'm just saying it's hard picture. It's, it's, a, hard it's a hard picture, but I think, okay, if You're HBO like, doesn't get your work, mind out of the gutter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called um, eight equals D, yeah. bro. You gotta get a, a co-host with the name D and then you show, I, I go by eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it basically like, like I would love for it to live on HBO. I'd love for it to live on Netflix, then down the line, Amazon, Hulu. And that's like me shooting for the stars. But then like, I also see it living on like an adult swim, like late night adult swim because yeah. it's very, it's very quick pace, ADD, nothing really makes sense, but it kind of does. Yeah. Um, and it's sketch comedy mixed with some stunts and stuff, which you haven't really seen before. Right. You know, like right. If, you, if you go down the sketch comedy world, um, you see sketch comedy shows, but it's strictly sketch comedy mm-hmm. with some like crazy transitions or whatever, you yeah. know? Um, or when you see prank show, you have the impractical jokers. Where right. It's just prank, prank, prank. Mm-hmm. Or like a somebody like Tom Green show where it's like a lot of man on the street stuff. A lot of interview stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of has like the mixture of everything, which I've never really seen. Right. Um, and somehow I've been able to pull it off and make it look really good. And I don't know if I'm just saying that because it's mine. But um, <laughs> when I thought of the name eight equals D, I was like, oh, my God, the name's so brilliant. And so I'm like Googling. So I'm going down the deepest rabbit hole to see if anybody's ever used the name before, and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, "This is." This Isn't that crazy like, when you think of something and you're like, "This has to it has exist." To it has to exist, and then you can't find it, and you're like, "Yeah," because there's been names like every every podcast that I tried to start. Like I've come up with a name, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's such a sick name," and I'd Google it, and it's like, it's already a podcast, right? Because yeah. everybody and their fucking grandma has a podcast. Yep. You know, so it's like, so when I thought of the name and I looked it up and couldn't find, it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is meant to be." So I like. I was like, okay, this has to happen. And then I start, like, thinking of the concept of the show, and every, everything is just starting to make sense. Mm. So this project, I'm, it's probably the best thing I've ever done. I'm fucking hyped uh, for you, bro. Yeah, and I would love to show it to you guys after this. It's, it's really sick. Um, yeah. All right, let's get to the promotion aspect because I want to see your dick. All right, Mara, so promote whatever you want to promote because there's a camera right in front of your face. Um, I'm just promoting Fairy Garden Mindset and INR Studios and the Love and Then What podcast and Skinny Vinny and... Um, that's it. And manifestation, right? Don't forget about that because we almost had Mara cry again. Uh, skinny video, there's a, two cameras in front of your face. You can talk to whatever one you want to and promote whatever you want to promote. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really have much to promote. I mean, Wild Ride Podcast, um, every Thursday, I think we're doing it now. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> um, so Wild Ride Podcast with Steve-O. Um, this is our last tour. When does this come out? This will probably be out two, three weeks. The, so I mean, if you needed to be no, sped up, no, we can. no, 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 no rush. Um, so we'll probably be done with tours, so no promoting that. Um, 
but it was a lot of fun. So true. yeah, I, I mean, uh, we'll be touring again next year with a completely different show. Uh, I can't say anything about that yet, but the bits are fucking insane. Um, I think it's. I think he made the name public. It's called the Gone Too Far Tour. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. That's, I, that's I, I did hear already. about that. Yeah. 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 Um, and we have some bits that he's doing that are just unfucking real. So is he filming content for that currently? So, yeah, we've filmed a few things, um, just a couple things, and um, we'll probably continue filming for the next six to eight months and then uh, and then start traveling the world again. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, uh, then, I love your life. I'm so yeah, happy that you got dude, that. Dude, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And then um, other than that, you know, you can go to my website, skinnyvinnytv.com. I have some merch. Uh, I have, like, T-shirts and stickers. I have, a t- I have a shirt design where it's just me in front of a porta potty you know yeah. full circle moment <laughs> you know, I like, love that uh, yeah I was like when I was thinking it took it took me so long to do merch because I was like always afraid like oh I'm gonna do merch and nobody's gonna buy it that's why I've never released like the only way you can get the merch for the show is coming on the show that's the only way yeah because I'm like if I put I, it out that's there a, that's a good idea though uh, but uh, but then it got to a point where it's like you gotta just try yeah you know then you, you just have just merch try, that's not bought you know? and like i when i when i do my stuff i like it to be top quality so i ended up spending a lot of money on the merch you know i started low i started with like 200 units mm-hmm. um that's not low just so you know <laughs> okay <laughs> you're late <Yeah. laughs> so i started with 200 units and um and then like they finally they finally got to the warehouse and uh, I was like, okay, it's time. So I start promoting a little bit. I don't, again, I don't like being the per- person on my stories 24-7. Go to my website. Right, you know? right, yeah. right. Um, but I, I did an Instagram live, and I did a story, and I think I did a, a video post like two weeks later. And shirts were selling. And I was like, holy shit, like this is a really cool feeling. And um, and like I've signed prints on there. I, I have, a, I did a limited run of my prison pocket. I have the, a print of the x-ray. Mm-hmm. So I did a limited run. I did 50 units of those, and I think I have three left. That um, is hilarious. Yeah, and um, and I have stickers and another print of me sitting on a toilet. You know, yeah. like Toilets are important. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, at SkinnyVinny. So all the links will be in the description of this video. I want to thank Marv for coming out. Check out Fair Garden Mindset for Mindset Coaching and Clothes. Obviously, R&R Studios, thank you for coming all the way to Atlantic City. If you guys want to be on the podcast, we'll travel to you because – if you're interesting enough, I'm not just going to go nowhere for nowhere. <laughs> but we did have an amazing guest, Skinny Vinny. Thank you again for coming out. Yeah. Uh, Bucket List Tour, we're watching that tonight. So we'll let you know how that was. I'm already going to say it's amazing because obviously who's here? And uh, people I've been looking up to my whole life. And I'm actually sitting in the room with somebody I've been looking up to. So Appreciate holy that, fuck. Thank you for coming out. Thank you, our Studios. Thank you, the world. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick, <laughs> real quick, real quick. I, I want to tell you one story about like oh, manifestation real quick, and I think and I like to tell the story because of how crazy <laughs> it is. So, um, before this is like when I was going through all the shit of not being able to get in Australia. Right, uh-huh. I go to the gym. I and we had a couple um, podcasts to film that day, and I'm in the gym. I work out. I get to my car. I'm like, "Fuck, we're gonna be filming all day. Let me eat something real quick." I go to this place in the same parking lot as the gym. Mm-hmm. Get my food. Go back to my car. I sit down in my car. This Indian guy walks past the front of my car. Mm-hmm. He turns his head, makes eye contact with me, and he stops dead in his track. And and I'm like, oh, fuck, some guy's going to ask for money or something. Right, right. right. And he was like maybe late 40s, you know, mm-hmm. dr- dressed as a, uh, a Indian guy. Okay. You know? and um, Like he had like traditional like yeah, garb on? Yeah. Okay. And he comes up to my car. And before I even get a chance to shut my door, he's like, you have very kind and happy eyes. Aww. And I was like, thanks. Like, 
thinking in my head, I'm like, this dude's a kook. Just so you know, right. Mara, dudes do not get complimented ever about their eyes. So for all those girls that are listed, like, that's normal. That does not happen to guys. I, no. I, but I have to, okay, I have to disagree. My eyes. <laughs> they are they That's are the amazing. only thing I get complimented about. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> only my eyes. I honestly think that's how I scored Autumn. That, I, that's, I think that's how I scored my career. Like, my right, eyes. Right, right. Um, but, and then and I'm thinking this guy's a kook. Right. So I'm like trying to leave. Yeah. And then he grabs my arm. The second his hand touched my arm, I get this feeling of the most intense goosebumps from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head. Uh-huh. Almost to the point, it was so overwhelming where I almost started crying. Yeah. He goes, we were meant to meet here right now. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> still, like, this guy's insane. Right, right. Your mind's just going yeah. to not the right place. Yeah, and he's like, uh, he's like, no, we were honestly supposed to, supposed to meet here. I, I need to tell you something. And he's like, he's like, you like to plan a lot, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you think a lot, right? You over, you're an overthinker. I'm like, Yeah. And I'm still thinking, I'm like, okay, anybody could just right, say, like, like, yes, and everybody's things. a fucking planner and right. anger, you know? And then he's like, you come from humble beginnings. I'm like, okay, yeah. He's like, but these last few years have been pretty big for you, right? I'm like, yeah. Then um, he's like, I've been brought here to tell you, you need to stop overthinking, you need to stop overplaying, and you need to just do. Right. Stop thinking, just do. I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. And I'm like stuck. I can't really move. Like right. I'm like, yeah. I'm very overwhelmed and like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, well, because it's like that feeling too. Like you're, yeah, like the goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Then he he takes out his hand never leaves my arm. He reaches in his pocket, takes out a crumbled piece of paper. Doesn't show it to me. He goes here, hold this in your hand really tight. Give this to me. I hold it really tight. He's like, name a female relationship. That has been bringing you problems in, in, the, uh, in the recent past. I'm like, okay. He's, he's like, wh- who is it? I'm like, my mom. And, and he's like, what's your name? I was like, Susan. He goes, okay. He goes, what year were you born? I said, 1987. He goes, think of a flower and name it really quick. First flower that came to my mind was lilies. Mm-hmm. He goes, what's your dream and passion? I said, TV, film, entertainment. He goes, again, we were meant to meet here, and I was... I was brought here to tell you you need to just think, you need to just do the months of June, you know, the months of April, May, and July are going to be the biggest months of your life, and your life's going to change. I was like, okay. He goes, open up the, he goes, t- he goes, tap the piece of paper to your head, open it up, and look at it. I go like this, I open it up, it says my mom's name, Susan, it says 1987, it says Lily's, and it says TV, film, and entertainment. I start crying. Of course. Uncontrollably sobbing in my car. And I'm like, I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, I'm like looking everywhere. And the next thing you know, the motherfucker's gone. Gone. Nowhere to be seen. Aww. I start freaking the fuck out. I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Was that real? Like, <laughs> like yeah. Am I tripping the fuck out? Like, what the fuck? I call, I, first thing I do, I pick up FaceTime. I call somebody. And they're like, and as soon as she answered, she's like, hey, I just was thinking about you. Are you okay? And I was like, wait, you were thinking about me? She's like, yeah, I just had this crazy feeling. Who, your mom? Uh, no, it's the, uh, one of my cast members okay. on the show. And uh, she's like, yeah, I just had this weird feeling. I was like, and I just told her what happened. And she starts crying. Aww. And then like, and then my phone rings two times after that from two more people saying like, yo, are you okay? I just had this crazy feeling to call you to make sure you're okay. 
Like, uh, and, I, and I'm telling them this. Right. The months that he told me, I got into Australia. Went to London. Met your girlfriend. Met my girlfriend and did all that in those months. Went to Paris, did all that. Oh, that's a fucking crazy story. Yeah. Way to fucking end an episode. I love it. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah. it's real. So real. There's literally magic yeah. everywhere and everyone's yeah. just like chilling. Uh-huh. Just on autopilot. Yeah. It, it's it's fucking wild dude and like i was never the person to believe like i i never believed in things happening for a reason i always thought shit was a coincidence i didn't believe in love i didn't believe there were good people on this planet and like since getting sober the way that my perceptions changed and everything and like things have happened to me that i just have no explanation for mm-hmm. i i'm a hundred percent believer in manifestation i believe things happen for a reason i believe in all that shit yeah like coincidence isn't real no coincidence coincidences are not real yeah no no fucking way well yeah. i became a bigger fan of you throughout this show so thank you again for fucking coming all- well Dude, thank you well i came all the way to you so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, fucking, this is amazing i can't wait for the show tonight and i'm very excited to know you as a person and see you yeah. fucking grow as an entertainer yeah I, i'm stoked you guys are going to the show it's a good show yeah, it's gonna be awesome yeah let's close it out robbie that is thank fire. you for coming on the show yeah. Holy shit, that was yeah. awesome that was a great story thank you dude yeah. that's fucking awesome because you're open that's yeah. why like shit like that would just happen if you're just like, allowed about it